Come on, can we give Jesus a 17 second praise? Come on. Come on, 16. 
and, uh, and I think he wants to speak to us tonight and encourage us. So if you've got your Bible, do you, do you still bring your Bible to church? Is that a thing? Who still brings a real Bible to church? I mean, I do, you know, that's, that's the vibe. And uh, I bring uh, greetings from uh, my wife, Becky. Sorry, she can be here. And, um, and all our crew at Gas Street in Birmingham. And uh, we're just seeing God just do incredible things. And uh, I'm just loving just, just the nation, where the nation's at right now. It just feels like there really is uh, just a murmur. And, uh, and I'm excited about it. So good to see Nathan Blood up here. Last time I saw Nathan Blood, he was a young man. Now he's a father of two. Come on, just leading the charge. Um, Nathan, mate, just, I mean, I don't even know if I have the right to say this, but I just feel so proud of you. And, um, and just seeing you step up here just with such authority, bro. And um, I'm just loving what God has done in your life over the last few years since I haven't even seen you, but man, you're just on fire, bro. And, uh, and, and, and I just, man, I, I'm, I'm super pumped just to see what God is just unearthing in you and developing in you. And it's just, it's because, you know, you've, you've sort of, you've been faithful, you know, and, and you've just stuck at it. And uh, I love that, bro. I love that when we can just just stick at it. You know, maybe that's just for someone here tonight, you know, who's feeling like, I don't know, you wanna give up, you wanna throw in the towel, but just stick at it. You know, you just, you don't know what God um, wants to do. So let me read a few verses from Mark's gospel, chapter number one, uh, reading from verse 16 to 20. Here's what it says. One day Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee. He saw Simon and his brother Andrew throwing a net into the water for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, come follow me and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. A little further up the shore, Jesus saw Zebedee's sons, James and John in a boat repairing their nets. He called them at once and they also followed him, leaving their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men. In the time that we have together, uh, two and a half hours, three max. I promise I won't keep you here any longer than three hours, okay? It's Sunday night, you don't have to be anywhere. It's all good. I wanna just leave you here on the final night tonight with this message. If you're taking notes, all the note takers, the people guaranteed a spot in heaven are the note takers. I wanna share a few thoughts tonight using as a subject, Jesus is better. Jesus is better. I don't know if you have any other considerations tonight, but just I wanna encourage you just simply around this thought that Jesus is better. Father, we thank you tonight for your presence in the house. Lord, we thank you for your word tonight. We pray as your word goes out. Let it establish exactly that which it sets out to establish. Father, I pray tonight that God, your word, if it needs to challenge us, let it do that. God, if your word tonight needs to inspire hope again, let it do that tonight. Father, I pray tonight that, that God, your word would equip us, God. Your word is sharp. It's sharper than a, a double-edged sword. Father, I pray tonight, let your word just get into those areas and spaces in, in our hearts and our lives that perhaps nothing else can get into tonight. Father, let this experience here tonight not just be a transactional experience, but let it be transformative. Father, change us tonight. Change us. Just take us deeper and deeper. We wanna know you better than when we came in. Tonight, do it, God. Some of us need a miracle here tonight. Father, we've already sung and we prophesy a miracle tonight for someone in this place. Someone who's desperate, God, God, meet us tonight, we pray. 
in your name. And someone said, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Katie. Can we thank Katie for making me sound spiritual? Jesus is better. I don't know if you've had this question on your mind lately. Um, Maybe even just this weekend as we've gathered, as we've sung some awesome songs, as we've heard the preaching of God's word. I don't know if you've asked yourself the question, uh, what is my calling? What is my purpose? What, What am I here for? It's all right for everybody else, but God, what is it that that you've, called, that you've called me to do. And I did uh, this week what, you know, what none of you would do here in Chesterfield. Some of you would probably pray or you'd uh, open up your Bible, get a word from the Lord, or you'd worship. Uh, I, I, when, it, when it comes to calling, I thought I'd do a Google search. So, so I, jumped, I jumped straight on Google and I asked Google, hey, listen, talk to me about calling. And of course, uh, when you do that, I was immediately filled with just stress and anxiety as soon as all the results came up on Google. Seven signs you have found your calling. 10 ways to uncover your true calling. Five questions you need to ask yourself uh, to find your calling in life. I mean, I was just immediately uh, exhausted. And you know, as an adult, you know, I'm 19 years old, if you're wondering. Uh, But as, you know, as a 19 year old, I haven't lived that long. um, uh, You know, as an adult, I don't know about you, but I just find the the concept and and the thought of calling, you know, just quite overwhelming. And I don't know, perhaps, perhaps we've set unrealistic expectations for our ourselves where our calling is concerned and these expectations perhaps often keep us from embracing that which God has called us to. Uh, A guy by the name of Timothy Keller who's a pastor and an author, he says this, he says, everyone will be forgotten. Nothing we do will make any difference and all good endeavors, even the best, will come to naught unless there is God. If the God of the Bible exists and there is a true reality beneath and behind this one, and this life is not the only life, then every good endeavor, even the simple ones pursued in response to God's calling can matter forever. You know, this is why I love Jesus because, because Jesus is able to, t- to take that which uh, can be overwhelming like calling and that perhaps which is complex and, he, and he's able to simplify it. And, and you know, maybe our understanding of calling isn't as complicated as we make it out to be. Maybe the words of Jesus, come follow me tonight, are the greatest gift to us. Maybe they aren't designed to overwhelm us, but rather to empower us, perhaps to give us vision and maybe to provide some level of protection. When Jesus says, hey, Icon Church, come follow me, perhaps perhaps the Lord is setting some parameters of protection around us. And you know, if I am feeling anything in this season, I am feeling like the heat has turned up, not because it's boiling hot in here and I'm about to sweat, excuse me guys, if you get some drops of sweat on you down here, but if I'm feeling anything in the season I am feeling like the heat has turned up I'm feeling like the temperature is on and, and I realize why and here's my message tonight it is that Jesus is calling us back into discipleship again if the Lord is calling me to anything right now it's right back into discipleship off the sofa come on come on out of isolation out of lockdown and back into discipleship back into the presence of God back into his power if he's calling me anywhere He's calling me back into discipleship. And in our text that we read tonight, 
Uh, I love the Gospel of Mark. I think it's, 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 it's my favorite of them all. Uh, Mark uh, constructs this scenario very carefully. He presents a Jesus that doesn't work alone. In fact, uh, right from the start, Jesus was surrounded by a core group of disciples. And Mark places the call of the first disciples right at the beginning of Jesus's public life as, uh, because this Christian community communities such as his own began to to brace themselves for the long haul. And that's why we're here tonight. This is not some show. You know, no one's up here to entertain you tonight. This is not entertainment. This is not a quick fix. This is not a tick in the box Sunday night. I came to church, but this is a transformative experience. And we are here for the long haul. I wanna be here in 10, 20, 30 years time. This is multi-generational. This is about our children's children's children. And I, and I love the gospel because it's able to transform generations. And that's what's happening here. There's transformation happening that is beyond our immediate. There's transformation that is happening beyond what we can see now. And it was important that there were disciples right at the beginning of Jesus' ministry so that they could be exposed they had first-hand experience, a front row seat so that they could have a deep sense of who Jesus was and what he saw as significant. Hence the words, come follow me. And uh, a sweat break. As I've been sort of thinking and, and praying about uh, just, just this message in the scripture. You know, I'm wondering if these words come follow me because of where we've been, because of the previous season. I wonder if for some of us, these words have become an inconvenience. I wonder if these words, you know, put us out of our way sometimes. And I wonder if they now no longer fit into our lifestyles. I wonder if you could cast your mind back, you know, for some of us, you know, who are teenagers still. It probably wasn't that long ago uh, where, where these words, you know, ignited your faith. And they stirred uh, something, something in you. I wonder if these words, come follow me, have become an interruption in your life recently to our somewhat perfect and carefully curated and considered lives. I wanna encourage someone here today that these words, come follow me, are so powerful. They are not an interruption to your life. They are an invitation, an invitation right back into family, into discipleship, into community, into account accountability because I know I know accountability is not something we're going to shout about but that's where accountability is found it's in the context of family and it's in the context of of community and discipleship on on oh no he he doesn't call me oh no he doesn't call me I'm too old I'm too young, I'm too this, I'm too that, I'm too, I'm not eloquent, I lack the confidence at the best of times. I mean, can we look at who Jesus calls for, just for a moment, he calls Galileans. I mean, apologies if you're a Galilean in here today, I didn't know there were Galileans in Chesterfield, but, but, but these guys, you know, they weren't the cream of the crop. You know, they weren't the smartest of people. They weren't as smart as the Jews. But yet, you know, this is our God. The instruments that he chooses to build his kingdom are the weak and foolish things of the world. Stop trying to be strong all the time. The Lord uses that which is weak and foolish. And by the way, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. It pleases the Lord to use guys like me, to use people like you, because you know you. Come on, come on, you know you. But yet, it, oh, 
come on, just get that for a moment. It, it pleases the Lord to call your name, to say, hey, you, yes, you, come, come follow me. Oh, come follow me and I will show you how to fish for people. Listen, Jesus does not reject our earthly vocation, but rather he reorientates it. Jesus, he says, come follow me and I will show you how to fish for people. Listen, there's nothing wrong with what you and I do. The question is, what's the fruit? That's, that, that's, that, that's the question. He calls Simon and Andrew to be fishers of people. Therefore, by affirming their work as an image of the new role that he was calling them to. So listen, please don't quit your job tomorrow morning. Don't, don't, don't go home, pray a little bit and go and hand in your notice. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe some of you do need to do that. But that's not what I'm saying. Jesus doesn't reject our earthly vocation. He, he empowers us in it. These guys are fishermen. Uh, this, is, this is about attaching purpose to what we do. It's about attaching kingdom purpose to what we do because if all that we do is about financial gain, safety, and security, we've missed it. Because Jesus cares about souls. He cares about my soul. He cares about your soul, whether we leave our jobs or not, right? A disciple's identity is no longer fisherman, tax collector, lawyer, teacher, dentist, doctor, student. Our identity is follower of Jesus. Don't ask me what I do, ask me who I am, baby. That's who I am, follower of Jesus. When you go to school tomorrow morning, that's who you are. When the alarm goes off and you wake up in the morning, remember that is who you are, follower of Jesus. That's our identity this year. That's our identity. This challenges us to resist the temptation to make our work or what we do the defining element of who we are. For these disciples to follow Jesus, they have to demonstrate a willingness to allow their identity, their status, and their worth to be placed in Him. Oh, what a day. What a day when we can bring our, our identity, our status, that which that which uh, we, we perceive of ourselves, that which people perceive of us, when we can bring it to the feet of Jesus and just, and just park it here for a moment. Oh, how liberating. I mean, how, how freeing is it when we can bring our control and, and surrender it to Jesus because, because for, most, for the most part, we love to be in control. Oh, oh I hear the invitation of the Lord tonight, Icon Church. Hey, hey come follow me. That's where the secret source is. Woo! Oh, you want to be empowered tonight? Come follow me, says the Lord. Why? Because Jesus is better. He's better. Perhaps for you, you know, you can't quite wrap your head around this. You know, you can't quite place them there yet. Well, maybe, you know, because of life. Maybe a divorce in your family. Maybe you've lost something in the previous season or someone and, and you've been trying. It's, it's not that you haven't been trying. You, you have been trying, but maybe right now it doesn't feel like he's better. It's easy for us to say, oh no, Jesus is better, but maybe your reality right now, maybe for you it doesn't, it doesn't quite feel like that. But I've been, I'm wondering why is it that we struggle at times to follow Jesus? Well, perhaps firstly we struggle with following Jesus because at time our, our attention and our focus is on physical appetites. Jesus said in John 6, he said this, don't be concerned about perishable things like food. All the foodies in the house got discouraged there. He said, spend your energy seeking the eternal life 
that the Son of Man can give you. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never thirst again. The disciples didn't get it. They said in verse 60, this is very hard for us to understand. How can anyone accept it? Jesus had just fed many, 5,000, um, and, and they couldn't see beyond the physical miracle. My question for us here tonight is, in, in, in this season and right now, Icon Church, what do you have an appetite for? Let me ask you tonight, what is it that you hunger for? What is it that you are desperate for? Because, because we're all desperate for something. What is it that you thirst for? Because, because if you're hungry tonight, if you will allow him, he will fill you with his spirit. If you're thirsty tonight, the Lord wants to refresh you. Oh man, I, I, I just hear the rain of heaven right now. Over this church, on, on good seed. This is good seed. Good, what can the Lord do with good seed? It, he can only nurture it. And it can only grow into, into branches and trees that will flip this place upside down for the glory of God. That's why we're here. We're no longer playing games. Come follow me, the, the Lord says. This is our foundation. This is our starting block. This is where, this is where we are now. Oh, following Jesus requires having a focus that is beyond physical appetites. We struggle, secondly, with following Jesus sometimes because of the uncounted cost. If there was a time to count the cost, uh, let me think, it's now. It's now. Luke 14, Jesus lays out the terms of discipleship where, you know, there were great crowds following Jesus. Everyone loved the miracles. Come on, who doesn't love a miracle? You know, crowds. They, 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 there was free food. Who doesn't love free food? Jesus was cool. He was the talk of town. But you know what? He knew their hearts. He knew that they desired the benefits of, rather, of, of what he did rather than an understanding of who he was. This season, I mean, how often do we fall into the trap of, of desiring what the Lord can do for us rather than an understanding of who he is? Let me tell you tonight, an understanding of who he is, that's where freedom is. That's where your breakthrough is. It's not, Lord, do this for me. It's, Lord, show me who you are. I wanna know you more. Take me, take me deeper. Let that be our prayer today. Let that be our prayer. Lord, take me deeper. He said, any one of you who does not renounce all that, uh, all, all that he has cannot be my disciple. Now, just a note on renouncing all. You know, it may mean we give up something physically, Sure, but more often than not, it means letting go so that what we possess no longer possesses us. That's what renouncing all is. I mean, it's, it's just letting go so that we're not possessed by the things that, 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 you know, that consume us and, and that take our attention off, off the prize, off, off the Lord tonight. We struggle, thirdly, with following Jesus sometimes because, well, trusting isn't always easy. Come on, I'd be silly to stand up here and say, you know, trusting is, is super easy and super awesome. You know, because, because that's not, excuse me, sorry, I'm having a shower up here. You know, you know, trusting isn't always easy, especially, you know, when our trust has been broken by people. You know, when, when it comes to placing our trust in anything or anyone, let alone Jesus, perhaps for some of us, it is triggering. Because our trust at some point has been broken. People let us down. They said they'd be there. And well, you look around and they no longer, oh, I know what that feels like. And you know what? There's grace for that tonight. Yeah, there's grace for that. 
Yeah, yeah, trusting isn't always easy, but you know what? There's grace. Let me, let me give you some practicals before we pray. If Jesus, if Jesus is calling us and calling us, he is, what does it look like? If he's, if he's gonna be the Lord over our lives, if he's, if he's gonna be everything to us going forward from this, this weekend, what then is our approach? Well, firstly, our approach is without delay. I always tell my wife, and I'm glad she's not here, otherwise I couldn't tell you this. I always say, you know, when we're running a bit late, because, you know, we're a team, you know, when one's running late, we're running late. Um, so, so when we're running a bit late, I always say, look, I don't mind us being late, but as long as there's a sense of urgency, you know, like as long as there's just a rustle, a rustle and a, and a hustle and a bustle, you know, as long as I'm just sensing like, 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 like there's movement happening, which, you know, of course she doesn't take too kindly to. But verse 18 says, they left their nets at once and followed him. Another translation says immediately. Their response was total and so immediate, even before Mark had finished outlining, you know, Jesus's manifesto and given, and given the prompt response of these disciples, it's likely that they had been exposed to Jesus's teaching before. But I wonder if the call of God, even this weekend that some of you have heard, I wonder if it's quickening a response in us. I wonder if there's some movement in your life. Do Jesus's powerful words, come follow me, do they stir faith within you or do they stir fear? Do, do, do these words ignite something in you or do, or do they cause you to back, up, back away into a corner? I wanna prophesy here tonight, faith over fear. Faith over fear, faith over fear. Come on, who needs that tonight? Come on, who needs to come out of fear? Come on, I know I do sometimes. I wanna prophesy over you tonight. Yeah, come on. Faith over fear. Come on, the enemy has, has had some of us in a corner. Come on, there are ideas in this place. I can't help but be stood in the worship in a place like this and, and the Lord just, you know, just depositing into my spirit, God, wow, there are ideas in this place. There are dreams in this house here tonight. There are business ideas, businesses that need to be started this week. Like, like this week. Oh no, like, like business doesn't run in my family. Oh, oh, oh no, well, how about it starts this week? Come on, there's creativity in this house. Come on, there's, there are great minds, great thinkers. It's time some of you teamed up. It's time, it's time some of you started to dream about what God can do because, because this is only a glimpse. God wants to blow our minds this year. We're scratching the surface, Icon Church. Come on, come on, there is more. You ought to start praying, Lord, show me more. I don't, know, I don't know if there's an entrepreneur sort of vibe happening here, Pastor Paul, but I don't know. I just think, I think some of these young people here need to start, need to start getting creative. We need, to, we, we need to start thinking about building. Build, building, not just, not, 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 just, not just coming here and you know, singing awesome songs and, and clapping, but, but we need to start building the house. I love, I love this vision offering that's coming up. I, I love that we're building. We're constantly building. I said to Pastor Paul, I think today, I don't know, or it was Nathan, you know, you, you guys are busy. You know, I hear Mansfield is in the house. Is Mansfield? I mean, I mean, come on. Come on, you guys are busy. Come on, the spirit of a pioneer is in the DNA of this house. It's in the fabric. You can, you can smell it. It's in the air. And I'll tell you what, it smells good. 
Smells good. It smells good. There are some, there are some decision makers in the house tonight. I'm just going to carry on a little bit. Is this dropping in some of your spirits? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you just need a bit of a push just to step out because this is not the time for comfort. We're not living in, in comfort territory. This is a time to step out and believe God and trust God as we follow Him, as we follow Him that He will make all things work together. Some of you need to stop cutting corners because every time you cut a corner, you just, you're going around in circles and you're right back where you don't wanna be. But it's decision time. Disciples make decisions. Some of you tonight, we're gonna pray in a moment. You're gonna make a, you're gonna make a decision tonight. That says, that says, I'm in. You're in or you're out. I don't know, but everything in here tonight is screaming in for me. I don't know about you. But, but some of us tonight, we need to make a decision. You've been, you've been on the back row, not just physically, but spiritually. But I, I, the call of the Lord tonight is come follow me. Woo! I wonder if the call is quickening us to prayer, to worship, to repentance, to forgiveness, to surrender. Come on, is there, is, is there a quickening? Oh, I just want to prophesy just a, just a quickening. A quickening without delay. Come on, come on, worship team. Katie and Amy, bring your crew up here. Come on, we're gonna, we're gonna worship the Lord in a moment. Just, just come quickly, don't, don't, don't walk. Come on, get a jog on. Come on, bro. Come on. Come on, get up here. These guys are awesome. Come, come on, without delay. Can we, can we make a pact here tonight? Come on, without delay. Come on, jump on team. What are you doing not serving? Jump on team. Come on, are you in a connect group, small group, groups, whatever we call them? What, what are you doing midweek? Come on, are you a family in the house? You, you, you can look after some people? You can, you can cook some dinners? I mean, that's my favorite thing to do is to go and eat at people's houses. I'm happy to come over, honestly. I love, I love to eat lamb. Yeah, 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 that's my vibe. Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought Nancy Mumba would actually have some cake here. I mean, I thought I'd, I thought I'd walk in and I'd see like a red velvet or something outside. You know? Who's fasting? Who's fasting? Yeah, well, we just break that right now. Yeah. Break, break the spirit of fasting. I want a red velvet cake. I'm gonna send you my address. <laughs> here's, here's the second thing. Here, here's our approach. And this one's a bit more serious, okay? If we're, gonna, if we're gonna follow Jesus in this season, we have to leave some things behind. Yeah, we have to leave them here this weekend. Like, like there's some things that some of you have walked into this room with tonight that you can't take home. You just, you, you can't. You can't take home. And they left their nets at once and followed him. A little further up the shore, Jesus saw Zebedee's sons, James and John, in a boat repairing their nets. He called them at once and they also followed him, leaving their father Zebedee in a boat with the hired men, for these guys, it wasn't just their nets that they left behind, but they left behind a named father, a boat, an entire enterprise. What is it for you? What is it for you that you need to come and bring to this altar here tonight and, and lay down before the Lord? What have you walked into this building with that, that you no longer, that, that you don't need to take home? I don't know, maybe you're watching online and you've, and, and you've, and you've, and you've, and you've logged on and you're, and you're carrying something that needs to be surrendered here tonight. What is it that you, 
that you're holding on to that is hindering discipleship. That's all the enemy wants to do. He just wants to hinder discipleship in your life. Is it a, is it a hardened heart? Has your heart become hard? The Lord wants to soften it tonight. Is it guilt? Have you walked in here feeling guilty about something that you need to bring? Is it secret sin? Is it control? Is it fear? What's in your pocket? I don't know, maybe you've got a bag of weed. Yeah, I live in the city center of Birmingham. I tell you what, you only have to have a conversation with people, just two conversations to understand that people have different coping mechanisms. And is this not the church where people can come and bring their addiction and we can pray as a church and believe for the power of God to break addiction? I don't care about talking about things like cocaine. If you need to bring, if you need to bring it to the altar and drop it, you, you do that. Because this is the church of Jesus Christ. And where there's addiction in the house, Jesus died so that would break in your life. Maybe it's not something physical in your pocket, but maybe it's something dark in your pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lord wants to set you free today. Come on, you have to leave that thing behind. Because He's better. He's better than addiction. What's our approach? Lastly, we, we approach without looking back. Jesus said to disciples in Matthew 16, He said, and I'm done. He said, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways, take up your cross and follow me. And if you try to hang on to your life, you'll lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what would you benefit if you gain the whole world and lose your soul, Icon? Is anything worth more than your soul? Come on, serious question now. What would you gain? It, if, if you gain the world, what does it benefit you but lose your soul? Is anything tonight worth more than your soul? I'll tell you the answer. I'll just cheat and tell you the answer. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing's better than that. Your soul matters to the Lord. This is not about losing your life. This is about finding your life. You've got nothing to lose here. I've been there. I know what it is to, to just search and search and search and, and think you've found, but then a week later, you're still empty. You're still as dry as the desert. But I wanna pray tonight that the Lord would refresh you and I because when the Lord refreshes us, we will never thirst again. Some of you have thirsted for too long, but tonight the river of heaven wants to fill you with His Spirit. Wants to, wants to fill you tonight. Our lives are found when we respond to the call of Jesus Christ. Come on, you wanna, you wanna find your life tonight, lose it. Woo, what? <laughs> Surrender it before Jesus. There's no shame here. There's no shame. No one's looking at you thinking, uh, are you okay? Because most of us aren't okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm up here, you know, sweating and you know, he's just, come on. Listen, there's, there's no shame here. And I just, I, I sense this in my spirit just for some of you today. There's no judgment. There's no shame in the presence of God. You, you bring yourself to the feet of Jesus. Not my will, but your will be done. Our lives are found when we respond to the call. The disciple carries a cross exemplified in Jesus. Well, what was this cross? Yeah. Yeah, me. 
favor tonight. Don't look back. Come on, Icon, don't look back. Don't look back. Why? My message is simple. Jesus is better. He's better than sin. He's better than the addiction. He's better than lustful pleasures. He's better than instant gratification. He's better than division, jealousy, unforgiveness. He's better than all those things. Cast down your nets, Icon. Get out of the boat. Place your trust in Jesus. Why? Because He's better. He's better than that which consumes your mind. He wants to, he wants to set you free today. Some of you have got some things you need to drop. You need to surrender it tonight and maybe it starts with just inviting Him into your life. Come on, every eye closed, every head bowed in this place tonight. Let me just, let me just, let me just send that, let's start here. Come on, is, is anyone here tonight who needs to just say yes to Jesus? This, is, this for you is just, is, is the starting point. Come on, you've been drifting, you've been in and out, you've been lukewarm, you've, you know God, but, but for some reason, you're finding it difficult to follow Him. I wanna say a prayer tonight that just brings you right into alignment with the Father. This is the most important thing we'll do today. Is, is pray a prayer that, of reconciliation that closes the gap and the chasm between you and the Father and brings you back into relationship, back into discipleship. Maybe you once prayed this prayer a long time ago. I don't know, maybe someone brought you along tonight or maybe, you, you know, maybe it's your first time here. I don't know, but I'd love to lead you in this prayer that simply just says, yeah, Jesus, here I am. Just, I receive you. So come on, help me pray. Just repeat after me quickly. Dear Jesus, thank you for your word. Thank you that you love me. Thank you that you died for me. Father, tonight, I choose you. I choose life. Come into my heart. Sorry for my sin. Sorry for running away and doing my own thing. But tonight, I'll run to you. Would you receive me now? In Jesus' name, amen. Just keep your eyes closed, your heads bowed for a moment. If that's you, you're saying yes to Jesus for the first time or for the 77th time, it doesn't matter. Just at the count of three, just quickly slip your hand in the air. No one's looking around, but just, just I know, I'll pray for you. I won't embarrass you. I won't call up to the front. Just I know you, you prayed that prayer saying yes, Jesus. One, two, three, quickly just shoot it up in the air now. Awesome, just keep it raised, awesome. Anyone else wanna join this great lady? Awesome, young man, proud of you. Anyone else wanna join these two great people? Yeah, awesome, buddy, awesome. Anyone else? Just three, you wanna join these three people and say, yes, Jesus, you're making a decision tonight. Remember, disciples make decisions. Awesome, buddy, awesome. Hey, awesome, love that. Come on, six, anyone else? You wanna join these six great people here making a decision for Jesus tonight? Awesome, love that, come on. Seven, anyone else saying yes to the Lord? Wow, anyone else? Well, Father, I just, I just thank you tonight for these seven great people who are making a decision tonight. Father, only you know what that means to them. Father, I pray tonight, just let this be it, Father. Whatever God has been going on in their lives that has caused a distance, Father, I pray, would you meet them tonight? Father, I pray, pour out your spirit. Let them know you, stir up a hunger in them like never before. This is amazing, what a decision. In Jesus' name. Can we celebrate? That's seven people. That's good. That's why we're here. Yeah. Come on, stand to your feet. I'm out of time, but let me just pray. Just one final prayer. Some of you are, are, are dropping stuff tonight. You're dropping stuff. It's, it's, this is big. This is, this is big. This is big because, because it's Freedom Day. 
So, so just, just lift both hands, whatever it is. Just if that's you, like, like you're done, you're sick and tired of this thing. I don't know if it's addiction, if it's unforgiveness, if it's fear, if it's pain. Just lift both hands high. Like, come on, like we're doing business with heaven. That's awesome. If your hands aren't raised, just start to pray with me now because I guess this is a lot of people here tonight who are just, I'd call you out, but, but there's no time for that. I just think the Lord can meet you where you are. Um, Father, I thank you right now just for, for meeting these people here. Thank you for freedom in the house tonight. God, you're setting people free at Icon Church tonight. Setting people free, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. This man here with tats on his arms. What's your name, buddy? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you. Craig, come on, Craig. Spirit of the Lord is on you, buddy. Spirit of the Lord is on you, man. Keep both hands raised. Father, just fill Craig with your spirit right now. Fill Craig, fill Craig. Leadership on his life, authority. Craig, there's authority on your life. I just see authority. I just see authority, bro. I see the word of the Lord in your mouth. I see authority. I see you just, just handling things differently. You've handled them one way, but, but the Lord would say, hey, listen, here's a different way. Come on, come on. The word of the Lord is your weapon. The word of the Lord is your weapon. That's how we, that's how we deal with powers and principalities is by speaking the word. So the Lord wants to just stir up a hunger for his word in you. Allow him to do that. You've got to dig into your word, Craig. You're powerless without the word of the Lord, bro powerless you and I need the word of the Lord because that's where the power is so so speak his word just boldly yeah use him father just fill him right now just touch him God. touch him touch him right now power of God just fill him fill him fill him thank you Lord Holy Spirit thank you Jesus father people dropping stuff here all over all over all over thank you Holy Spirit just addiction breaking in the name of Jesus breaking breaking sin secret sin out of this room right now breaking in the name of Jesus, just empower your people, God. I love this. I love what the Lord is doing. I love this. The enemy is going to be very angry tonight, but, but who cares about him? Because these are sons and daughters, soldiers being mobilized. Father, equip. Equip right now. Spirit of God, just fill. Come on, just start to pray now. Come on, let's just fill the room with prayer. Come on. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come on, just pray now. Come on. Come on, talk to Jesus. Talk to Jesus. Young man here in the check shirt. Hey, what's your name? Bill. Will. Will who? Will Parker. Did you message me on Instagram? Come on, Will. Hey, Will messaged me earlier. He said, hey, looking forward to, to, to seeing you tonight. That's amazing. Wow, Will, there's obviously just something on your life. How old are you? 13? Wow. Oh, something on your life, Will. I don't know, I just think, man, there's, there's, there's a great destiny, there's a hunger in you that God sees. You know, He sees in you. And uh, I just think even at your young age, you know, there's, there's just, yeah, there's just a strength in you. There's a supernatural strength. And there's a desire to know God. And that's amazing, you know, that's amazing at 13, Will. And, uh, and you, just, you, just, you just got so much honor and disrespect. And I feel like you're respected amongst your friends. I just feel like, I feel like you're the guy. You know, you're the guy that, that, that gathers people, brings people together. And uh, I just love it. Just lift your hands, Will. Come on. Father, just come on. Can we stretch out our hands towards Will? Let's just pray for this young man. I don't know. I just feel like, man, there's just something on his life right now. Thank you, Lord, for Will Parker. Yeah, just touch Will right now, Lord. Just touch him with your spirit. Just fill him right now with, with strength and courage. Give him courage, God. Let him, let him wake up tomorrow morning just with a new sense of courage with a new sense of who you are. Thank you for that which he's dropping tonight because he's dropping it in order that he may pick up his cross. He may pick you up and pick up your word and pick up the authority placed on his life. Father, just strengthen him right now. 
in Jesus' name, Jesus' name. Awesome. Come on, let's sing something awesome. Come on, lift your hands. Come on, come on, come on, let's cry out. Come on, lift up the name of Jesus tonight. Come on, here in Chesterfield tonight, in Mansfield, Rotherham, Sheffield. Come on. 